Welcome to Uncontained, episode 127. I'm your host, Aaron Static Render. This week I speak with two musicians, Oscar Bautista and Olive Gargiulo, and they make up the two-piece band, Ruto. We get to talking about how the band was formed, how they went to four pieces to a two-piece band, and also their production company, uh, Fighting Evil by Moonlight. And uh, some of you, some of you already know where that comes from. For the others that don't, you'll find out where they get that name from inside the show. And also in this episode, I uh, I do stumble a little bit uh, trying to think of the name of a DVD that is meant to help people learn the proper way to scream. It is called The Zen of Screaming, Not the Art of Screaming. So if you're like Oscar and need to learn how to scream properly so you don't shred your throat, you can uh, simply go to uncontainedpod.com, click on the Amazon banner at the top of my page, help the show and help yourself out as you learn how to scream. It's the zen of screaming. Oscar and Olive were cool enough to hook me up with a track to play before the show starts. It's called Freeze Tag. So plug in your earbuds, it's time to kick off Uncontained.
How are you guys doing today? And welcome to Uncontained. Hey, how's, hey, how's it going? going? I'm great. Thank you for joining me. And we'll just get started out by how you guys came as a two-piece band. I was looking online. I saw that you were a four-piece band before with uh, Ruto. And um, do you want to just explain the evolution of the band? Yeah. Um, well, it started off, uh, I was initially in a band in Long Beach, uh, this, another four-piece called Fraternity Ward. But I decided that I really wanted to kind of like step away from that and do my own thing. So it was my guitarist friend, Will Torres, my drummer friend, uh, Will Arkesh, and my bassist was um, this dude I'd known since middle school, Jose Gomez. But um, things happen. Drummer ended up having going to Texas. We actually managed to get like some stuff done, like an EP and everything. But, you know, life happens. But I just kept it going and... Man, me and Olive met when we were working at a coffee shop together. Should yeah, I, I only worked there for like two weeks. But yeah, yeah but, <laughs> um, I knew that I still just wanted to be Oscar's friend even after I left. And we would just play in his mom's garage. Um, we would play guitar, but then I decided I wanted to start playing drums. So when did you start? He started teaching me how to play drums in, I think, like November or December. Yeah. And then by the end of December, I started playing shows with him. Yeah. Um, so uh, it was yeah. just interesting watching that grow. Like she had never really played in a band before. It was just us no. jamming out and stuff. And then next thing you know, um, I, I credit her New York hunger. Yeah. It's <laughs> um, like next thing you know, she's just like she goes from. You know, we were having trouble just getting a steady beat to next thing. You know, she's like hitting 16 notes like a fucking monster. Like, it was great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, you know, um, when we first started playing shows, I would only play one song with Oscar. But now I play a whole set with him. And nice. even um, the crowd has noticed that. They're like, hey, you know, you're you're playing whole sets now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, very cool. Very cool. He said you're New York hunger. Are you originally from the East Coast? Yeah, I'm from Queens. Okay, okay. So what brought you yeah. out to LA? You know, I've always wanted to to live in California and then when I turned 22, I just kind of just decided to go for it. You know, I it was like a week after my birthday and I just moved over here. Um yeah, and I am now I'm just stuck out here. <laughs> it's, it's great. It's been it's been really really awesome. Yeah, a great experience. Right on. Very cool. So what was it like for you, Olive, jumping into the band? Like, what was it that, uh, like, okay, well, I'll jump into a band with this guy. Well, just playing guitar with Oscar, because I've been playing guitar since I was 12. But, you know, the few months I was playing with Oscar, he taught me so much, uh, way more than I've ever learned in, you know, how like the 10 years I played on my own. Um and uh, so when I actually joined the band with him, it was a little intimidating because he's very talented. Um, but Aww. he's been <laughs> he's been very patient <laughs> with me. And also, you know, there there are days I tell people this all the time. Like if I was in a band with Oscar, I probably would have quit a long time ago. He there are days I don't want to play at all. But he's like, OK, we have band practice. Like, let's do it. Let's go. He, um, some days he's my J.K. Simmons from Whiplash, you know, <laughs> like he just he just really knows how to how to push me, and he I don't know. So it's it's been a whole it's been a whirlwind, you know, but in a in the best way possible. 
Yeah. Okay. What do you expect you to make it to practice, even if you got into a car accident? Whiplash reference right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, you better make it. Yeah, uh, yeah, no. yeah. Scars and all. Yeah. I, I want that. I want he that. Has, back he has to a care. He does not. Care. Bleeding hands. It all doesn't he cares matter. About is the music. <laughs> no, 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 so committed to the band. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I lost both my hands though. Well, then you play with your you damn play, feet. You, you, play with your feet. <laughs> you can. You can tape sticks to your arms you, know? <laughs> you can just have drumstick hands that's all yeah. <laughs> so uh oscar how many instruments do you play obviously uh, drums and guitar you should ask him how many instruments he doesn't play oh, uh, yeah <laughs> that's um, a shorter list uh yeah well i started off with guitar so that's been my longest instrument um picked up drums bass uh, a little bit of piano when I actually like started taking classes for music. Yeah. And my my grandfather was actually uh, a saxophone player back in El Salvador, so he used to like tour and stuff. So when I would see him, he actually started giving me a little bit of lessons on that. So it's just been, if I could get my hands on it, I'll do my best to try to learn it. Um, so yeah. at this point, like I would never really call myself a guitar player, just like musician just in general like okay. it's just fun all right very cool man very cool so you just kind of dabble in everything even into the wind instrument sense yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah my biggest challenge has been getting into like electronic stuff and like synth but like that's i don't know going from strings into like hitting pads and stuff like that it's just been interesting like that mind shift and stuff yeah yeah i can yeah. imagine and especially with uh say I don't know when you're drumming and you switch to like an electric kit that has to have like a completely different feeling as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Um, Cause I mean, with, with a, like a regular drum kit, you're dealing with like acoustic. So you, you definitely feel the sound a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, I've used electric drum kits before and it's just like, it's just, I don't know. It's like, way more technical i guess in a yeah way. like you have to be yeah. a little bit super more precise and it kind of like you lose the yeah. punk feeling of it i yeah. guess is, is my my description of it yeah yeah, yeah. Um, electric electric drum kicks are not very punk i'll, I'll agree with yeah. that <laughs> yeah, whenever whenever i play them i feel like i'm playing um what's that one video game rock band yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> there you go there you go all right so now that we kind of got how the band uh, formed here, uh, you've also started uh, your own production company, F-E-B-M, uh, is that correct? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so well, what does what does F-E-B-M stand for first? Uh, F-E-B-M stands for Fighting Evil by Moonlight, and any of you anime manga fans out there would immediately pick that up as a Sailor Moon reference. Um I don't remember exactly how it came about it. I just remember telling like an old roommate of mine and she, they seemed to really, really dig it. So I was like, fuck it, let's go for it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right on, yeah. right on. So um, how but how did the uh, production company itself come about? Um, that was definitely just months of planning out that I wanted to have my own shows. I wanted to be able to develop you know, not just reaching out to venues and like creating like a little scene, but, you know, 
if you have a camera and want to do video or, or photography, um, hit us up. If you want to be involved, like in any sort of, you know, organizational way, like I was just reaching out to all these different people. And then it came out to be that, you know, we just started spearheading our own monthly shows. So I would have friends that would come over and they'd bring their cameras. I've had friends that would want to perform with us or like help organize. And um, it's mainly just been us like at the head of it all. But definitely it went from just kind of being like a DIY thing to, I mean, at this point, this is what we want to do with our lives. So why not take it as serious as possible? Yeah, like Oscar definitely works super hard hard on it. But I would say the people who have continued to show up really yeah. help. Um, build um, Fighting Evil by Moonlight into what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so as we were talking a little bit uh, just before the show, you were saying with this production company, you've kind of helped uh, other bands, other entertainers kind of either just get into performing or get back into performing. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's been probably the best outcome out of what we've been doing. Um, you know, it's it's always going to be fun to play shows. It's always going to be fun to just be out there in L.A. and like doing our thing. But um, one example is a friend of ours, Scott McKay, who actually worked at the same coffee shop as well. Yeah. The dude, I, I remember jamming out with him, an amazing singer, an amazing piano player. Like the dude just has chops. OK. Uh, and then but he was never he wasn't really playing shows. And next thing you know, like I invite him to one of ours. And again, like. Dude caught the bug again. So now I think he's been playing out like on Mar Vista and Culver City and Studio City. So he's been doing yeah. his own thing. And he's definitely um, like one of the the favorites, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like everybody always loves him mm-hmm. um, whenever he, he plays. It's it's incredible yeah. just to, to watch and see. Yeah. Like, um, it's, it's just an opportunity for people to really play because outside of being able to play venues, especially in a, in a big city like L.A., you know, you have open mics and you have all these different venues, but you have to sort of, you know, headbutt your way into a lot of these places. So what I'm trying to provide or like what we're trying to provide is, you know, this is just a space for musicians to hang out with other musicians and other artists and other creative types. So it's less of like, you know, less of the of the vibe of like you get to be a, a band in L.A. and more of like more of no, this is a community of artists. We're here to make ourselves better. So we're going to just keep pushing each other. Yeah. Okay, so do you have like a specific, uh, do you have your own venue or a specific place to play? Or is it just you set up your own shows and play other places? Uh, we're looking for a more permanent place because that would just give us a lot more um, control over, you know, making the stage the way we want it as far as like aesthetics. But we've played a bunch of different bar venues. We've done house shows. Yeah. Per- pretty much, if you if you got an open space and you you, you get and you to- like loud noise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like we're your people. We're your people. Yeah. Right on. Very cool. The way the way you were talking, I thought you might have had a space already set up and stuff like that. But um, but that's cool. So if you have an open space, let them know, yeah. and they will they'll they'll come over yeah. and take over it. Yeah, and I would say like maybe every few months, like there is one spot where yeah. we do play more than others. Like at first it was Union House, yeah, and then it was 
the King Eddie, mm-hmm. and then it was five star. Yeah. Um, so we'll have our we'll have our like residencies yeah. and stuff. But I think that and then was, we'll hop around to other places yeah. in between. Yeah. Like we we'd love to have a permanent space, but right now it's just been fun kind of having it like a little circus, just going from place to place. Yeah. Like you just get a <laughs> different vibe every time we like move to a different location. Yeah. And I think like maybe it would be a good idea for us to go a little west because right now we've kind of just been hanging out like on the east side but okay yeah Yeah. spread out a little bit yeah um very cool very cool it could be like you mentioned the circus so like oscar and olive's traveling band show (laughs) (laughs) um it has a it has a certain ring to it i think yeah Yeah. we we, you could fine-tune it a little bit but We'll, we'll bring some animals along. We'll get a juggler. There's a, there are guys yeah. are out here. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll make it. Yeah, you can there. you can find plenty of interesting people. Like go down to Venice Beach or something yeah, like that. Grab a few of them. And uh, you know, I, w- last time I was down there, I saw some dude in a turban on rollerblades playing Jimi Hendrix on rock guitar. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he's still there or not. I think, I think he's actually oh, no. played he... one of our shows before. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> rolled up onto the stage. We're like, just let him do his thing. You're like, oh. Oh, that that's Steve. <laughs> <laughs> this man is obviously a wizard. Let him do his thing. <laughs> I know, right? He, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that I don't know. You have no shortage of uh, people in LA to uh, fill a show. That's for sure. And uh, so. I guess we'll go backwards here just a little bit to starting up the thing. You said you host your own shows, which is the Fighting Evil by Moonlight, correct? Yeah. Um, yeah. What was the defining moment, I guess, that made you decide that, hey, I'm not wrestling... Uh, I'm not messing around with bookers or anybody like that. I just want to do my own thing. Um, that moment was... That was way before I even started doing this. Uh, You're probably talking about like a band or two before. Um, Okay. Because, I mean, I I grew up a lot more with that like DIY mentality. I'm from South Central, so all the shows out there have to be like house shows and stuff like that. And comparing that to all the shows I used to play like at venues the vibe was just completely different. And it's something that I really wanted to cultivate, that I really wanted to expand on, because I love the fact that you can be either like, not just with your friends, but with like-minded people that are just there to have a good time. Um, I'm born and raised out here, and you immediately see a lot of folks that try to take advantage of the city as like, I get to have this as a status symbol. Yeah. And I don't like that. You know, this is my home. This is my city. And I want people just to come here and know that they can just have a really good fucking time. You know? Yeah. I remember when we, even the very first time we ever hung out, um, you you just pretty much said that. Like, you've always had this idea um, in your in your head. Yeah, but, like, he's always just talked about just building up a community of artists like that's just always been his his main goal which is like he's like i don't really give a fuck about being famous or quote-unquote making it he goes i just want to inspire people and i just want um them to be the best artists that they can be 
which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, then. So it sounds like you're coming from a good place and not just like you know. Let me see how many people I can get to play on my label on my shows and make money off of them. You know, so <laughs> it's more for the artistic experience and providing entertainment for people. Correct. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, that's what being an entertainer and a musician's all about. Like, if you can make a buck off of it, then you know more power to you. Uh, but I just believe in fairness because I've seen too many people get taken advantage of. And I figured, like, look, if I'm going to take my career in music, my direction, that's on me. But I would like to be surrounded by people that I can inspire and I can inspire me. Like, I think that's how I'm that's how I've gotten better as a musician. And I would rather just be able to create that for other people. Yeah. And that fits in like perfectly kind of with this podcast, too. Because one of my goals of the podcast is not only to introduce like entertainers to people or get help them get their um, get their music or their media out. I want to help like kind of like inspire people to get up off the couch and go out and actually chase what they want to do instead of settling for that uh that regular nine to five that, you know, slowly eats away at you. Uh, <laughs> so, so I guess in the, in the mode or spirit of that, what advice would you guys have for other bands or other people who are looking to get started out or just get their foot a little bit further in the door of the music industry? Um, I would say like just finding people who are, trustworthy and loyal like i don't um i like that one time when one of our venues accidentally double booked and um we ended up having to play the show at oscar's mom's place it was like a a low-key you know house show but a couple bands dropped out but then there were a few who stuck with us and like it kind of just like really showed like okay yeah like they're down for the community like they're um, they're down to play like no matter what. And I think like just finding a group of people like that because you're you're definitely stronger if you if you stick together. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. Yeah. no, no, no mo- most definitely that that was definitely a, a make or break moment as far yeah. as us pushing this forward. Because yeah, it, it happens. You you have a venue that ends up like sort of flubbing. But that show ended up being probably one of our one best. One of our best, ones. yeah. So if you know that, like, you're with a group of people who will have your your back no matter what, I, I think that will take you a really yeah. long way for sure. Because like you can go into the whole, um, you know, you need to be a little bit more business minded. You should probably have like the talent and do the whole social media thing. Like, I could tell you that, but also Google can tell you that the bigger <laughs> thing. Yeah. The bigger thing is that you no, know, find those people. Like if it's either if it's not your band, find that community, or in our case, build that community. Like find those people who you know for sure are gonna be there. You know, you know, come rain or sunshine. Yeah, thick or thin. Okay, that you brought up a great point of building that community. Now, since you have done that, or at least started to do so, I'm sure you want to build it even bigger. So I'm not gonna say it's complete, um, mm-hmm. but. Um, what is something that you know now that you wish you would have known about building that community? Something that would have made that so much easier to do? Um, that for me is, it's a very simple answer, but it's very complicated to get to. <laughs> ask, ask for help. Seriously, you, it's, it's lit- it was, 
I feel like such an idiot having realized that now because I'm, I'm pretty introverted. So I, I don't really reach out to people just in general. But yeah, this was, you know, like music's what I want to do for the rest of my life. So like if I really want to take this seriously, um, ask for help. You, you'd be surprised how many people are really out there willing to help you out. Like even if it's like, oh, I can, you know, shoot photos for your show or I can be part of the lineup or I know a venue, you know, it's it's. It's those funny things where it's like it would have been so much easier if I would have just been on Facebook or Instagram and be like, hey, does anybody know where I can get this or does anybody know where I can play? Does anybody know anybody down to play a show? Because um, before it was like me kind of like awkwardly coming up to people and be like, hey, well, do you want to play a show or do you, you know, can we use your venue? Like, no, be up front. And had I just been a little bit more open that way, you know, you're a musician, you're an artist, you're going to come off as weird regardless. Just accept <laughs> that. And, like, yeah. just like lean into it, man. Like seriously, like you're a, you're going to be on stage. Like just yeah. people don't be afraid. Yeah. Even with the new show that you're planning, you've been like putting these posts up on, on Instagram about it. And I feel like the comment section has just been flooded with people who are down yeah. to help. Yeah. Yeah. Just like put yourself out there. Yeah. yeah. All right, perfect. Yes, and uh, and I think that's kind of great too, since you said you're kind of introverted. Um, using social media to do it as well, you don't have to have that necessarily awkward face to face conversation yeah. if you aren't necessarily the most comfortable doing so. So mm -hmm. that kind of helps with a couple of things. Even if you are extroverted, that uh, you reach way more people by doing what you suggested and just like asking for what you want on social media and you may get it just yeah. like just like i did with this interview i was like okay i need an interview uh this summer has <laughs> been kind of crazy uh can anybody do this like by this date and yeah. um i got a couple responses you were one of them and i very much appreciate that, appreciate uh, that yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh so I guess talking about the social media and everything and posting on it brings me to my next question, just about transitions perfectly. What are you guys doing to promote yourself as a band or individually? Um, well, as far as doing social media or like any sort of platform at this point, like I said, just it, it, it's me learning to just ask. So at this point, it's literally get on everything. Um, reach if you see someone like when you did that post, and I immediately saw it. I was like, "Yo, like, what's up? Like, let's let's yeah. set something up." It's if you see an opportunity, the worst thing that'll happen is someone saying no, yeah, and then you just move on. Yeah. So like, if you post online, if you post on Facebook, Instagram, I don't do Snapchat or Twitter, but like, if you want to do that. Um, reaching out to people such as yourself that are having their own shows and like are looking for people to speak literally just any opportunity that you say just just throw your throw your name in the in the hat man like literally there's no reason not to there's no excuse not to do that like if you see you know we're living in a world where all this stuff is essentially free for us you're yeah. your own you're your own pr you're your own manager you're wearing all these different hats and you have as as difficult as it can be that the the plus is you're just your own you're you have like literally you're the master of your own world yeah. um so i would just say like use anything and everything that is at your disposal yeah all right very good very good man uh that uh 
Some good advice right there as far as promoting goes. Okay, you've been playing for a while. All of you said you've been playing guitar 10 years plus. And, yeah. And uh, Oscar, how long did you say you were playing for roughly? Pretty much your whole life or? Uh, I, <laughs> yeah, I came, I came out shredding out of the world. Um, uh, <laughs> no, I picked up the guitar when I was about 13 or 14. Okay. So, I'm, so like 10 plus years to, yeah. All right, so. Almost. So in the in those years that uh, you guys have been playing, there's probably got to be some pretty cool uh, things that have happened. So I'm not gonna ask you for one highlight, but what is a highlight or two that you would uh, care to share with the uncontained audience? You're better at telling yeah, okay. that story. Well, well, you know, now you you hyped, you hyped it up <laughs> a little bit. So, no, but yeah, there's just I think it was our second show, yeah, right? It yeah, was it was very show. it was very early on when we started throwing our own shows, and we were at the King Eddie, um, and Oscar. Another thing, like he didn't realize that they were a hip hop group until they showed up. Yeah. So he booked this one group, and they were also last, and. We were kind of, we doubted them a little bit. We were like, oh, like, I don't know about this. It doesn't really fit with our vibe. But as soon as they went on, um, man, they just, they just brought down the whole entire house. Yeah, like they're like, so like cool. it, in the whole entire bar, like everybody was spread out, just, you know, sitting at their own tables talking or whatever. But then as soon as they started performing, everybody ran to the front and like, nice. they were just, yeah, yeah, they were just totally grooving and just dancing and just vibing um and then after that even you know i think that was the first time we really started collaborating with other people because then Mm -hmm. even after that oscar helped um this group pharaohs throw um a few shows and stuff like that Mm so it it, i don't know yeah i think it it was truly the beginning of of, yeah of like what we were doing and it was the first time you started seeing the results that we were hoping for yeah yeah because i mean we've had our fun as like a band but like to be able to facilitate that as artists was like we were not expecting yeah we were not expecting i I really did have no idea who these guys were gonna be this this, is this crew called pharaohs yeah um they they were just yeah, it was just great because like we played our show, it was everyone was having like a good time, but it was just to be able to have like this opportunity to like, well, now here's a platform to allow everything that we've been working for happen happen. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Very cool. So that it's kind of amazing how that can happen. I've even had some shows like that I've done. I'm not gonna throw any any names out or anything. I was like, okay, this show. I, I don't know what to hope for for this show. And then, like, after the interview, it was like, wow, I'm glad I did that interview. You know? So it's kind of like you found a piece. The puzzle ended up fitting, even though it didn't look like an edge piece that would fit with that piece, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. And do you also want to tell the story with uh, Ren? Yeah. Well, there's also the the last-minute house show that we did where all of a sudden, like, me, Dante, and Scott started just, like, jamming out for, like, oh, an hour. Oh, that was okay. really, really good, too. So, yeah. So, <laughs> basically, that, that show that we mentioned where, like, the venue had dropped out, like, yeah, I basically, I had, what is it, I essentially had, like, three hours to put on a show. 
Oscar like even got like a porter potty for this show like yeah. last minute. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like we made shit, we made, I, we made shit happen. And people people were like, oh, good for Oscar. Yeah, he got like, a porter potty. Yeah, like, it's like, for I, reason, it's like it's people like were ch- very impressed. And you said that was at your mom's house too, right? Yeah. So yeah, I'm yeah. sure she was happy you got a porta potty too. Then like, yeah, so we wouldn't have to. Yeah, yeah. that was literally the only stipulation. Uh, was just like I don't want anyone in the house get a get a damn porta potty. I don't want anyone pissing in the in the lawn um, <laughs> but uh yeah but it was like i mean again like i just had to ask and then i see you know so that was like our last minute house show but at the end of it um so it was i just picked up the guitar someone got up on the drums and someone like got on the mic and next thing you know it was like literally act after act like who was it one of our friends rachel rachel started she, she started freestyling like just um, dropping bars like yeah we were not expecting this so she and that was the day, like, Rachel changed forever. Like, after that, like, oh, yeah. she, <laughs> she she started, like, dressing with some serious swag. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, like, whole yeah, new Rachel. But it was, yeah. just, it was just dope, like, because um, everything was so last minute, so DIY, so everyone was just like, you know, well, screw it. And then next thing you know, three of us got on instruments, and we were just jamming for, yeah. like, an hour long mm. straight. No, like, seriously, it, it um really just felt like I was at some kind of music festival or it, it was just I was getting goosebumps I swear I've, I've never like I'm in a band with Oscar and I was telling him like yo you should be in a band with <laughs> Dante and Scott like you guys are <laughs> yeah. like that's that's how much I, I loved yeah. watching them but it was like a nice weird moment where you realize like uh it's like a weird 80s movies moment like high school movie moment where everyone just stops to like look at what's going on yeah and like that's what went down like yeah. I, I felt like marty mcfly playing johnny b good i was kind of getting that feeling i was kind of getting that feeling of like the 80s like high school movie or yeah uh back to but the future like- but I didn't yeah. want to throw Oscar's, that out yet. <laughs> Oscar's mom had these like crazy DJ lights that oh. we set up. So they were like crazy colorful strobe lights yeah. going insane. And then we also put on, um, what's that game? That video game. Oh yeah. Like. We just had like TV stacked up playing Legend of Zelda in the, in the background. So, so it was just it was like, just so, like, so, it was, oh, it was man. like unreal. It yeah. Was crazy. We had like yeah. a really good moment of like this, this was magic. It's yeah. probably never going to happen. It's never going to happen again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like this was all way too last minute, but it was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was yeah. 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 That that sounds awesome, man. That sounds like um, an exciting uh, show to be to. And yeah, it's one that if you tried to recreate, it probably wouldn't be the same. No, oh, definitely, definitely not. not. No. Definitely not. Like I don't Oscar's even have mom's a- house part two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Sequels are rarely as I- good. Go ahead, I'm yeah, sorry. I guess like someone just has to cancel on us again. Oh, yeah, yeah. So if you're a venue and you book yeah. us, just cancel just, on us. Just last cancel minute. on us Don't last us minute. Know. Yeah, just until <laughs> three hours before. Oscar, I can I can just picture you on the phone with your mom. Mom, another venue canceled on me. Don't worry, I have a porta potty. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's like, fine, I'm gonna be at work anyway. <laughs> all right, all right. So I have actually just one more actually two more questions for you guys i'm sorry i almost skipped one of them so when people come to your show see you perform whether it's at your mom's house or at one of these venues what is it that you want them to take away and remember or feel about your performance Mm -hmm. um well you said you have no you go first 
The one thing I I just want people to leave out, even it may not even be from us performing, but just from like the show itself. Um, I not only do I want them want them to feel welcomed, I want them to feel like if this is I want them to feel like this is a space where they can do just something just as big. Because, um, like, the music that we play, half of it is me yelling my guts out into a microphone, all of going crazy on the drums, and it's just like, look, if this quiet, nerdy, awkward dude can be in front of a stage <laughs> and just yell until his throat is, like, shredded, yeah. there is literally nothing that should be stopping you. Yeah. Like, that's the feeling that I want. Like Because when they meet me, they, they'll see how awkward I can get. Like, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> but And also, I, I would think... You guys can see Oscar's face, but he has resting bitch face oh, as do. well. I do. So it's really hard to read. <laughs> I actually haven't noticed that, but that's all right. He's been talking, laughing, smiling. So maybe it just hasn't been in resting bitch face mode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm laughing with a very straight face. Trust yeah. Me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like if if that's that's the one thing I want people to get out of this yeah. is that yo, this one dude. It's just one guy, but like there's literally like a team of people behind me making all this happen. Like, I want them to feel welcome to join. I think I think our answers are like kind of similar in a way. Like for me, like I just hope that they know they can always come back and that this is a community that they're always um, welcome to to join, um, no matter what it is. Because we don't just um, work with musicians; like we work with all kinds of artists. So okay, um, yeah. So that's that's. That's what I always hope for um, when whenever people come to our shows. Yeah. All right, feeling welcome and that, uh, yeah, you can come back anytime you want. Like, kind of almost. Come back anytime, yeah. Yeah, come on back now, y'all here type thing. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. right. Yeah. As, as LA folks yeah. as possible. <laughs> and then even, even for, for the audience, uh, I don't think we got the chance to mention this, but, yeah, like, even audience members have become part of of our show like they've become performers too yeah. so that's another thing like you know even if you're just watching us like i hope you know that if you ever just feel like you just want to jump up on stage you can just come up and talk to us and we can make it happen for you you yeah. know yeah we've, um, um, we've had those moments where like you know before we go on or after we go on we're just like yo if anybody wants to come up here like we'll be your band like we'll yeah. be your we'll just do something like let's just make let's just make art happen you know yeah very cool very cool um yeah, that's kind of a cool atmosphere for a show. All right. So I do have one. I heard you saying that you, Oscar, that you're up there screaming till your throat is shredded. Yeah. I did. There's this one video out. She, It's this lady. I don't remember her name, but the DVD is called The Art of Screaming or The Zen of, Zen of Screaming or Art of Screaming, one of the two of those. All right. Uh -huh. And she actually works with a lot of people in like metal, like Randy Blythe from uh, Lamb of God and stuff like that. And yeah. she teaches proper techniques awesome. so you don't strain your throat. Uh -huh. And uh, maybe... I don't know. If you are like stripping your throat while you're screaming, that might be one thing you want to check out. I think it's the Zen of yeah. screaming or art of screaming. I don't remember. Not Googling oh, right now. But that would definitely help. Yeah. But yeah. Every single time we're, we're performing by like the second or third song, Oscar's like, Who wants to be a hero? Get me a water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. So that that could help you out. But um, I do have one final question for you guys here before we go. But before we get to that, where can people find you guys on the internet? Um, like, do you your social media website if you have one, and all of that good stuff? Yeah, all of it. All of it is um, under I am Ruto. So I A M. R-U-T-O. You'll find us on Facebook, yeah. Instagram. We do have a website. Yeah. And um, also my Instagram. I have my own personal one. It's olive.doing.things because <laughs> I'm always doing things. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, like you'll you'll find us there. Like we're always putting up videos of like the new music that we're coming out of, like updates on all the stuff that we're doing. And most importantly, yeah, if you're you're an artist making your way through LA, like hit us up and we'll we'll get like something going. Yeah. All right, perfect, perfect. So I'll put those in the show notes and everything like that at the, so people can find those. Um, oh. It is time for that one final question, though. Mm-hmm. That title question of the show. Oscar, Olive, how do you live uncontained? I'll go first. Yeah. Um, if anyone ever tells you that you need to either settle or get that nine to five or live that life that you obviously do not want to strive for um just tell them to fuck off seriously (laughs) tell them like i've never been happier than doing this and i know that like at the bottom of my damn heart man like if anyone has ever like when people tell me that or like suggest anything like that i tell them like i've never been happier i'm not happy waking up having to go to a job and play that you know that redundancy game if I can wake up and be like somewhere completely different just so I can play a show or having to drive like six hours somewhere to play a show, that to me is like more than any sort of motivation to keep doing what I'm doing. Like live your life and tell everybody to go fuck themselves. Yeah. Very and nice. I would say just uh, being being surrounded by people who will support you and just teach you constantly. And um, also um, I would say like don't ever – um underestimate your success like even going out there trying you're doing way more than a bunch of people ever will um so again just keep on doing what you what you love and you you really will be happy like honestly like any second you're not on the couch you're doing something more than most people and if if you're surrounded by anybody who's trying to take you down either use that to make you thrive and um just throw it in their face or <laughs> just get them out or just like get get them out of your life. And again, um, I, I would say the main thing, just surrounding yourself with people who genuinely support you and just want you to truly be happy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right, perfect. So I'd like to thank you guys for coming on Uncontained. It's been great talking to you. And thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, especially thank you for coming on with such short notice. And I have one final thing for you to do, and that is sign off the show. Will you two do me the honor of signing off the show today? Most definitely. Um, I'm Oscar. I'm Olive. We're Rudo. Rudo. And we we live live uncontained. And that does it for another episode of Uncontained. Thank you for listening, and thank you to Oscar and Olive of Ruto for joining me and talking about their band and uh, fighting evil by moonlight. 
and sharing their philosophy of trying to get people inspired to be creative, which goes right along with Uncontained philosophy as well. So thank you guys for joining me, and until next time, live uncontained.